Welcome to the Inglorious Blasters podcast, the Star Wars Legion podcast talking anything and everything glorious or inglorious about the game. My name is Corey, and with me today are two plasteel pigs I call friends, John and Brendan. How's it going, my dudes? I can't even make it through this one. Um, this is not an insult towards you. I just wanted to say it. It's an alternate name for stormtroopers thought up by Ezra Bridger from Rebel Journal. <laughs> Uh-huh. It's a, that's a bizarre one. I had to throw that one out there. <sighs> I mean, that one I, almost felt personal. Yeah, but, I feel uh, really bad about this one. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say it. <laughs> I, no, it's I love you definitely guys. a unique one. Things I like, that I love make you, you go. I, ooh. I, <laughs> I need to just. I just need to do like not insults. Whatever the opposite of that is. <laughs> well, as no? I've said before, I'm just immune to your insults at this point. I feel nothing. I feel nothing. <laughs> Good, good. I, I taught you two to feel no emotion. It's good. I honestly, I just assume you're talking about Brendan whenever you insult us. That's fair. Brendan deserves <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Anyways, today on the podcast, uh, we're going to go over our critical hit tournaments uh, that just happened. Brendan and I went, so we're going to do a quick uh, recap of our games. Then we got some fan mail. We're going to reach into the fan mail bag and read out some mail. Woo! I, we always appreciate that coming from you guys. Hooray, Hooray! But before we begin, let's give a shout out to a couple of our sponsors of the podcast. Baron of Dice. Check out baronofdice.com. His faraway galaxy collection has all your Star Wars Legion dice needs. He's got a bunch of different faction-specific symboled dice, including two different uh, colored sets. There's like a more clear one, a more marbled one. Check it out. If you use checkout code GLORIOUS, you will get a little bit of a discount. Brendan, why don't you tell us all about our 3D printing needs? Yep. Panhandle 3D for all your 3D printing terrain needs. Store on Etsy. Find what you're looking for. And use the code GLORIOUS for a 15% discount. Uh, get some awesome terrain for your tables to make your games more immersive. Excellent, excellent. John, we got dice falling all over the table. How do we contain them? Well, you want those dice to flow, and the dice must flow will allow you to do so by keeping them contained in these beautiful dice trays. Literally just came up with that. <laughs> um <laughs> Oh I can tell you guys are impressed just by the looks on your faces. Uh, so the good. dice, they, thank you. The dice must flow is uh, who's been making our dice trays for us for the last year, and they are now official sponsors of the podcast. And they are offering a fifteen percent off discount uh, off of any dice trays on their website. Their Etsy store is the Dice Must Flow, uh, and you can get that discount using coupon code IGBlasters, all uppercase. Excellent. Also, we want to highlight a couple tournaments coming up. We got the Crucible down in Florida, September 29th. You know the deal. We've been talking about it a lot. Uh, John's going. He's going to play Republic. Uh, Maybe build a lightsaber. Probably. (laughs) He's going to bring the fam. He's going to play Star Wars Legion a day. Hip, hip, hooray. Now you're just trying Uh, to (laughs) take... (laughs) Is that a forced rhyme? (laughs) Leave leave the rhyming to me. <laughs> All right, you got it. Yeah, that's not my strong suit. Uh, my strong suit is insulting everyone. Uh, <laughs> moving along, uh, we also have the St. Lauren Open. Uh, I think Brendan might know more about this. <laughs> it's a world qualifier regional uh, for AMG, and it is in Canada, uh, in Montreal, and it's in mid-October. Hooray. Also, a Crucible is a world's qualifier. I, I think they have two. Um, yeah, they've got uh, store champs. Kids. Store champs. The, yeah, uh, store champ kids. Yep. Yeah, St. Nice. Laurent actually has the regional qualifier. Kids. Regional. Okay, that's the difference. Nice. Go check it out if you are available. Get all that cool regional swag. Purple suppression tokens. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, yeah. John and I really want the purple stuff. <laughs> yeah, that would be sweet. It would be sweet. Speaking of... Corey and I do have a chance at that. Yeah, after this episode drops at the Nova Open. So that's right. Brendan and I are going to Nova. Uh, if you're at Nova um, and you're listening to this show, come say hi to us. Uh, I promise we won't bite. Depends on how hungry I am. Right. If it's 
right after round one. <laughs> uh, get out of my way. I kind of want to eat some lunch really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Alrighty. So, uh, Brendan and I went to uh, my local game store, Critical Hit, and they had a uh, we had a tournament over there. I was the TO, and I also got to play a little bit. Uh, so that was nice. We had seven players show up. There are a lot of Legion tournaments going on at the same time, kind of within like an hour to two hours from my local game store. Like either the weekend before or or like uh, the weekend of it and the weekend after it. Like there's Legion events like going on all over the place. So um, some of the players I was hoping to get, you know, got pulled in different directions. But either way, we all had a good time. We did. Oh, yeah. Brendan, um, do you want to chit chat about how some of your games went? Sure. Um, I decided to try a list that, you know, I, I've kind of talked about a, uh, a list archetype of this before. Um, I keep trying to find a way to make the uh, ruthless keyword on Moff Gideon great. So I decided to uh, go with a, a fun list uh, to, to try out. Uh, I won't go over all of my games because they kind of followed the same flow, but I'll I'll go over some feedback on the list based on my play experience. Um, so my list was a full 800 points and 11 activations. It was General Veers with Strict Orders, Moff Gideon with Improvised Orders, and the Darksaber. A T-21 a Shore Trooper with a Medical Droid, One Mortar, Two HH-12 Stormtrooper Specialist Squads with Recon Intel. And two Snowtroopers with Flamethrowers, Medical Droids, Recon Intel, and Impact Grenades. And then three Scout Trooper Strike Teams. Um, all the medical bots definitely confused my opponents because they had no idea why I needed six extra health in my army. Um, <laughs> but the look of pure shock and surprise... When my snowtroopers are at range three and then all of a sudden move three times and are at range one and are throwing a lot of black surging dice is great. Yeah, absolutely um, terrifying. Because <laughs> the impact grenades on the snowtroopers were great in case I ran into some armor. Uh, and But also it just replaced their white dice with black dice for to add to the black dice of the flamethrower. Um, so that was really fun. Um, I ended up playing in round one. I went up against a Anakin uh, list and I, I barely won that game. Um, and then my second game, I ended up against some Rebels. That one, I handily won on some kill points. And that was that was a very interesting rebel list. It had all the rebel troopers had the ion guns, and there were two T forty sevens and Cassian it, and Boba Fett. It was very interesting. Um, and then my last list was against another Anakin list, uh, but this Anakin had an ISP in the army and some uh, barks, uh, and I ended up losing that game and taking second place overall in the, the tournament. Um, what I learned is this list can really hit hard. It can do a lot of wounds. The only problem with it is it's it's not good against a lightsaber. Um, and especially a, a, a Republic list where Anakin exists. Uh all the dodge sharing really negates how hard the snowtroopers actually hit because between getting rid of some of those hits with dodges and having some surges to use on defense, I wasn't getting nearly as many wounds through as I thought I could. Um, maybe, maybe the, the dice were just a little hot for my opponents for defense, but I mean, I'm throwing a lot of dice. A lot of these rolls, I was getting six plus hits you know, and then they were only rolling three and they got three blocks. You know, it was, it, it does a lot. This is definitely a fun list. And I think, you know, anybody with, a, you know, a couple reps would be able to, you know, do well at a, at a local tournament. But I don't think this is the sort of thing I'd bring to an event like Nova. 
what do you think you would change with the list? Like, would you add anything or remove anything? Yeah, um, considering the whole idea of the list is to focus on Moff Gideon and, you know, his ruthless keyword, I don't know what I would change just yet. I might maybe getting rid of the snowtroopers and adding some other stormtroopers into the list. Because the, the snowtroopers fully kitted out are 88 points, and it does take a little effort to get them close enough to do anything. So if I could maybe replace them with some, I mean, probably roughly around the same point, some stormtroopers with T-21s and stormtrooper specialists, they could potentially, if, even if I don't go with Veers beforehand, double move, have an aim, and shoot. If I... Uh, Hit them with well, I can't do the specialist and the medical droid. So, you know, I could move, get a name and shoot, or if I make sure I go with Veers beforehand, you know, with decent order control. You yeah, because they have to have the order on them. They can have aims. I can have them double move and shoot. So, you know, you're shooting from, you're moving from basically almost range five to get to range three to shoot with it's quite a T twenty one stormtrooper. So, yeah, something to think about. Another thing I might do is give up on strike teams. They just don't hit like they used to. No. It's, no, not it's so much. two dice every turn. If you're lucky, you get a crit and things start dying. But it, yeah, They're, they're only really good when you're fighting like Republic uh, <laughs> because of all the dodges. Um, yeah. That's yeah. That that's yeah. So I'm thinking I need to come up with a way to maximize those points for something that throws more dice. Pierce is great, but when half the time I'm going, well, I'm going to use my snipers to shoot Anakin. That gets rid of the Pierce, but now he can't use his dodge. I mean, it's just not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Congrats on getting second. Thank you. Probably get rid of all three sniper teams and just put in IG-88 and go, ha, now your green tokens are completely useless. What if you put in, like, Aiden? Aiden's pretty cool. Aiden would be good, but again, it's two dice every turn. Yeah, she at least has marksman, though, to kind of, like, confirm. And make it a crit. But, yeah. But still, it's one Aiden is two strike teams, so. Yeah, it's rough, but it's a cool concept. I like it. No, it's definitely cool. Definitely need to keep playing around with it. And I think I'll I'll continue to theorycraft with it until I find something I like. But for now, it, it it's really fun. It's probably one of the more fun lists I've played since uh, playing Triple Dewback. Because this is just, this is fun. Nice. <laughs> the surprise factor is real. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I did name this list uh, Shooting Our Own Men, so... <laughs> It's like a very Games Workshop, like, Astro Militarum tactic. You shoot your own men. (laughs) It's perfect. It's very Imperial. Nice. Uh, Well, I was able to get a couple games. Uh, Like I said, we had seven people show up, so I decided to just be the buy, right, during the first round. Uh, Daryl, one of of my locals, had to bounce after round one, so uh, I kind of just filled in for him uh, round two and three, so... I'll just go quickly over what I, uh, you know, what I played and how it how it turned out. Uh, so I played Tempest Force with uh, Major Marquand and ATST with uh, the range two grenade launcher and then the uh, oh god link targeting array. Um, anything? Oh, and then the Imperial Hammers pilot, right? Uh, and then I played one no was it? yeah one stormtrooper with a astromech. To get some repairs in, and then because I'm a madman, I did five scout troopers <laughs> with saboteurs. Um, yes, that's right. Uh, I had a nine point bid, and the whole idea of it was I need my battle deck <laughs> uh, because I'm just gonna try and have these two big threats march them forward and have them deal with it while my scouts go do the objective and lay mines. Right? That's that's the initial concepts that i had so my first opponent i played against separatist list 
it was the uh, <laughs> he had a, he had two spider droids with uh, ion cannons. He was able to ion a couple. We played um, battle lines and recover uh, the supplies and something else. So recover the supplies was on purpose on my for my deck because I could just scout my ATSDs forward, no matter the deployment, and just literally make a a big wall around the <laughs> around the recover the supply center point, and that's exactly what I did. Uh, and then one of my scouts grabbed it and just like ran. <laughs> <laughs> like uh by the end of this game i had four boxes uh so that'll tell Ooh. you what type of a game this was <laughs> um yeah I, I think he spread too too far like out on battle lines so he had like a bunch of stuff everywhere rather than keeping his stuff like clumped up right he also had asajj ventress uh this was a game where i threw a ton of bombs i threw like no joke 12 to 14 bombs uh not all of them went off uh, in the very center, Asajj eventually came up and swung at an ATST, killing it. Uh, and then the following turn, she like, oh no no! During that same turn, she sucked in using force push uh, my stormtrooper squad, um, which is fine. They were done healing the the ATSTs anyways. And <laughs> there are five bombs centered around them. Uh, she. <laughs> and I don't activate any of these bombs. My scouts are running with boxes. They're like, oh my God, oh my God, she's coming. <laughs> she's coming, get the, det- get the detonators ready. <laughs> uh, so she force pushes the stormtrooper squad out because he realizes, oh, you're just trying to pull the stormtrooper squad so you can like, <laughs> so you could punch her to get some extra damage and you don't really care about your dudes. Uh, he was absolutely correct. Um, <laughs> he force pushes the stormtrooper squad out and I'm go and I go okay. Uh, click 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 click. <laughs> Five bombs go off. I hit ten. I hit ten uh, hits on five bombs. Right. Asajj saves nine out of those ten, and I'm like, that that's not right. <laughs> she only had one dodge. I think she had two. She had two dodges on her. But even then, I was like, ah, okay, <laughs> sure, just save them all. <laughs> meanwhile my stormtroopers died so basically i just detonated uh bombs on my stormtroopers and like that's really it and then it was funny asajj (laughs) asajj makes all of the rally roll except for one uh, on her following turn i'm like okay this is a game uh but luckily it didn't end up mattering i just wanted to explain that funny part right uh i had two extremes while playing this list and then uh, my final game I played against that same Rebel list Brendan played earlier, right? <clears throat> uh, Boba Cassian, some airspeeders, uh, Pathfinder. And there's a bunch of like Ion in the list. So I was like, great. My ATSDs are going to have such a fun time. <laughs> um, I didn't know what to focus on first, so I focused on troopers. Uh, we played battle lines, uh, key positions, right? So I controlled the center. I only threw like four bombs the whole game like two in the center and then like one near the rest of his stuff often like a corner so what i learned in this game is uh air speeders are really really good against um against the atsds right like i, I mean obviously they surge to crit and then they have like impact three um and they could just start so far out of like the atsds range so it was difficult to get some shots in um i did kill boba i did kill some rebel troopers Cassie was just up on a building, just chilling out. So I was never going to get to him. Um, so what I learned, uh, I mean, I, I eventually lost. He, he basically, he could have tabled me, but just like did not. I just didn't have enough scoring units by the end of the game. So what I learned is uh, scout troopers hit really, really hard. Uh, I should have just ended up taking snipers for the Pierce one, honestly. Because like, it was funny. I had the two extremes where I threw a ton of bombs. And then I had the other extreme where it's like, I only threw a couple. And they didn't really super impact anything. But either way, I just wanted to try this list out. It was a lot of fun. And uh, the other thing is, I like Major Marquand and his command cards, but I hate his unit profile because he does not have the mortar launcher, the range 4 to infinity. Mainly because I think the range 2 gun is a trap. I don't think you ever want to scout up. I think just it just dies too quickly uh, if you do that, even if you have 3. Um. So I think you want to play like a range game. Bringing impact. Yeah, everyone's bringing impact. So, uh, so you definitely want to fight at range. And 
it just stinks that Major Marquand doesn't have the doesn't have that gun. So let's say you're running triple. Two of your ATSTs could throw nine dice at range four, but Major Marquand can only throw six. So that's just kind of like that just kind of stinks, right? That's probably like one gripe with him. Anyways, that was that was critical hit tournament. Everyone had a lot of fun. It's a good time. Yeah. It was a good time. Nice. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. You'll be happy to know, John, that that a Republicist uh won the day. <laughs> With an ISP. With an ISP. Congrats to Chris. Yeah. Chris is a good dude. He's a uh a listener as well. So congrats, Chris. You're the man. Yeah, congrats, man. Alrighty, before we begin uh our fan mail segment, uh I'd like to give a you know a couple shout outs for our podcast. So we have a Discord channel. Did you guys know that? No. It's crazy. It's in the show notes, okay? Go oh. go to the show notes and click it, and you'll just automatically join. Uh, so <laughs> you want to chat with us? That's like a great place to do it. Uh, show off some of your hobby work, maybe pictures of your pets. We would love to see you there. You can find us on most popular podcasting apps now, including Spotify, Apple, Google, and YouTube. So if you leave us a rating and, and a review, that would really help us out. Much appreciated. Uh, lastly, if you think our judgment is wrong, like on our glorious versus inglorious segments, or just want to ask us a question without being in Discord, you can send us an email at swlingloriousblasters at gmail.com. Check out our socials. We got Facebook. We got Instagram. Just just search it, The Inglorious Blasters. You'll find it. <laughs> it's not too hard. Or is it? Or is it? It's not. It's not. Moving along. <laughs> Reaching my hand into the mailbag. What do we got, Brendan? We got, first up on the docket, we got a, uh email from Tyler. Tyler's a member of uh, Three Foot Good YouTube channel. And they are hosting the Three Foot Good Fall Brawl. And he's got some questions for us. So, he says he's uh, writing to ask for some advice. The Three Foot Good Fall Brawl which he's a TO for, and we have mentioned here on the podcast before, is approaching fast, and it's now officially a 32-man tournament. The uh, wait list started, and they expanded. They already had enough to fill it, which is cool. And now they have a World's Invite kit. So it's his highest attended player tournament before this was only 22 uh, last year, the three-foot good brawl. So... He's wondering what tips, tricks, and pointers do we have. He knows that I ran ACO, which was 32-man, and we've done some local tournaments here. Uh, we we draw a little bit of a crowd for sometimes for our, our local stuff. So he was looking for advice to make this go as smoothly as possible. Uh, the format that he's running is a single-day, four-round event, and they're providing pizza for all the attendees, but no lunch break to make sure they get that fourth round in. Um. So, yeah. Any advice for running a tournament? Sweet. Well, first of all, grats on getting 32 people to show up. And uh, you have a wait list already. That's awesome. Yeah, that's legit. Uh, You know, my my first thought is, like, if you ran a 22-man uh, event last time, I think I think you'll do just fine running 32. It's, it's like, slightly bigger. Uh, you just have to be slightly more on time about things. Uh, I think that's just going to be one of the main, one of the main things you want to focus on, right? Making sure everything runs uh, smoothly and on time. Uh, it's it's kind of like you said, where you know you're providing the food because at, because there's no lunch break, uh, so you're trying to get to the round four. So I would say just like keep an eye on the clock and just you know keep keep. Uh, keep everyone informed of how much time they have left in the round. Like that's probably like the biggest thing, you know? Uh, Hey, Hey everyone. Hey Legion players. There are 60 minutes left. Uh, that's, that's something I usually announce at my tournaments. Uh, I, and Brendan as well, you know, just, just let everyone know like, Hey, like, you know, what turn is everyone on? <laughs> so what about you guys? For me, the, the biggest thing is one, make sure you got enough tables, uh, and you know, don't think, hey, uh, I can stretch this one table into two. It would be a lot better to just have enough tables. Uh, and if the place where you're having it will let you, set up the day before or the night before so you're not feeling rushed in the morning. Uh, a four-round day is a long day. So do everything you can to make it as 
stress less as possible. Um, and then make sure uh, round four, if everybody's playing round four, great. If not, at the end of round three, uh, you know, have the players clean up the tables. I did that at ACO, and it was a huge help. Uh, just, hey, when you guys are done, put the stuff in the box, roll up the mat. Awesome. Thank you. It, it really makes your day at the end a lot easier. That's a good call. That's 32 players is 16 tables. Uh, yeah, you definitely want to optimize as much as that time as you can, even either the day before or like come in two hours early if you can or something like that. When you have up 32 people, make sure you set expectations for what kind of a day it is. I'm, I'm sure it's been spelled out to these players since it, it's probably more, mostly a local crowd. Um, you know, there's a world invite on the line. Maybe give some glimpses, glimpses into what other things are going on. If there's a bounty board, if there's any other extra prizes that could be won. You know, just let make sure people know what they're signing up for. So... No matter what, they are, you know, not going to be disappointed or surprised. If you've let everybody know that they're getting food and it's pizza, there's no lunch break, that's great. If somebody shows up and they're surprised by that fact, it means something got missed in the setting expectations stage. And you don't want anybody to feel like they're going to have a bad experience as a result of just happening to miss a communication of something. Yeah. Uh, John, you got any like uh, advice? I mean, I know you don't really yes. run them, but is there yes, something you I, like it? Is there something you like I, when a TO Well, does? I have plenty of advice in this situation. Uh, so <laughs> I don't okay. have to be good at running events. I just have to befriend the people that are good at running the events. So case in point. <laughs> nice. Nice. Hence this, this lovely symbiotic relationship we have. So if you notice at all these events, I'm a very good hype man. I am handing out stickers, dice trays, befriending the community, talking up the podcast. I try to uh, talk to as many people as I can. That's where I fit in with running the events. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And that's an important role. That is the most important role because... Because if you can't get people to come to the events, you don't have an event. So you need a good hype man. Um, you need to keep people happy. So that might be the most go. important role. Now, in, in all seriousness, uh, you guys obviously are the experts when it comes to this. So I 100% default <laughs> to the two of you. Um, you have been very successful, and I ride your coattails when it comes to uh, to, <laughs> to running events. So... but actually here's a piece of advice find your jack of all trades when you're at one of these things because the one thing i do do is i always am asking like how can i help what can i do um so you do need like one or two people that are willing to like pack up terrain move things around like so just somebody that's willing to be a extra set of hands regardless of what that looks like um, I'm always ha- happy to help in any way that I can. So usually you have one or two people that are kind of standing around saying like, oh, what can I do? What can I do? Task those people. Um, don't think that you have to do it by yourself because there's often one or two people that are more than happy to help if you just tell them what to do. In a polite way, obviously. Yeah, that's a, that's a good call out. Just, just, you know, embrace your inner Palpatine and tell people to do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> Brace the dark side. Start Dude. pulling those strings. Also, like, the more, what is it, the more consulars you have, like, probably the better. For a 32, you probably want two. I mean, one's probably fine, but, like, two is probably, like, really nice to have. Two is great if you want the ability to actually, uh, you know, leave if nature calls. So right. Agree. Uh, otherwise, if you are on your own, make sure you have somebody who can fill in if you need to step away for a few minutes. Yep, absolutely. Yep. What I what I appreciate at events like uh, with that many players is, and Brendan, you did it at ACO. Um, during the round, you hand out like door prizes or swag. So, for example, you were handing out dice or tokens uh, while we were playing. That's just like a fun like little goodie. Like, you know, it's like, oh, my dice... 
<laughs> my dice roll just went poorly. Oh, wow. Look at this swag I just got. I feel so much better now. <laughs> <laughs> that usually uplifts me. <laughs> uh. I, I will say if you have the ability to have enough things to give out every round, that's amazing. If not, don't worry about it and you know give out things when you have the chance or when you have designated to give things out. You know, people are just appreciative that they're they're getting something beyond just playing the game. Yeah, absolutely. Well, cool. Well, I uh, I hope that was helpful information and uh, advice to run your thirty two man event. Uh, good luck. Yeah, can't wait to hear more about it and hope it's a great success. Oh, also, uh, I do believe he said the Republic ATRT inglorious ruling uh, was incorrect. <laughs> so yes. Yes, I would like to say thank you. Uh, I think Republic ATRT is actually not that bad. Um, but there you go. I was robbed. <laughs> there's always got to be one person. <laughs> there's 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 two now. <laughs> Daryl counts. <laughs> uh, and Tyler also did mention he demands a recount on the Rex debate also. So uh, maybe. <laughs> Give him direct clone trooper and uh, I'd play him. I think I think you good. Yeah, I think you would be too good as right. I'm fine with that also. <laughs> I, no. I think you I think if he had direct clone trooper and he was like an extra twenty five points, like I'd still probably play him. I, I think he would still be like really no. good. Twenty five points seems fair for that. I it like that seems pretty fair for like <laughs> direct clone trooper. What is he at now? Isn't he a hundred points right now? Or did they just drop him to nine? I see I don't even like he doesn't even cross my mind as a playable. You're the Republic player. You should know this. Oh, he's, he's 95. John's written him off Split already. the difference. So he's 95. So you're saying he should be 120? He used to be 120. Yeah, he used to be. <laughs> so like, I'm just saying, if you give no, him direct no, clone no. trooper. When he like, launched, yeah. he was 90. Then he went up to 100. No. Didn't he go up to 120? No, he went up to 100. And now he's at 95. he went to 120 at one point. Either way, poor Rex. Maybe 110. <laughs> I could see 110 if he had direct. I don't, 120 is like, that's like Boba Fett range. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's... All right. Well, we, we All digress. Right. All right. Mo- moving along. <laughs> moving along. All right. Our other email. We got an email from Isaiah. Isaiah says he's 12 years old and he loves the show. Well, thanks, Isaiah. And anyways, he's just wondering what upgrades would be best for an Obi-Wan, Cody, two Barks, and four Phase 1 list would be. Nice little eight activations, and we're filling out the flavor. Excellent. Uh, well, thanks for writing us to the to the show, and I'm, I'm glad you're playing the game. Uh, I'm going to direct this question to John, because he is the Republic player. So, using those eight units... What I put together was Obi-Wan Kenobi with Barrier Push Protector, Cody with Targeting Scopes, and then you got your four Phase 1s, two with RPSs, one with Boil, two with DC-15s, both with Medics, and then two Bark Speeders, both with the RPSs. So you got a crazy long-range... Gun line with the two barks flying in there, tons of impact. It's kind of a riff, honestly, on the list that I just won my world's invite with, with the Anakin clone commander kind of gun line, two bark RPS list. Uh, crazy amount of impact, crazy amount of range four shots. It can flex in many different ways, um, but it's got a lot going on. I seems pretty spicy to me, and it hits pretty much all of the uh, the points and stays within all of the um, criteria that you were looking for. Eight activations, Obi-Wan, Clone Commander, four P1s, and two Barks. What do you guys think? I think this looks sick. Um, I like Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, Barrier and Protector is, like, my favorite combo on on him. Um, So, like, that's already solid. Like, I think Obi-Wan and his, like, squad staying at range four and making the arm, you know, the opponent's army come to them is like probably the, the the best way for Obi to like uh like flex his muscles there, because um, he's far enough back 
Boyle's doing work, Obi's doing work, and then the the clone medics are going to help out Obi a lot, um, just in case he takes one or two on the uh, Guardians, right? Like this is this is beefy. I dig this. Yeah, it's it's eight activations, but it is between the two medics and Boyle. It really doesn't feel like eight activations because there are no squishy activations. It's not like some of the ten or eleven act list where it's like, uh, it's really padded with like strike teams or the MKs or mortars, and like you can clip some of those activations really easily. Your opponent really has to work for each activation that they're going to take out of this list. Um, and I have found that with really all of my, I mean, any Republic list, honestly, but this one is, is very hardy, um, which is what you want when you have eight acts. Every one really matters. You can't really afford to lose one. And if you do, you need to trade up in the process. So, uh, and slight tangent, the DC 15s with the medic, I was talking about this in our discord last night. It has got to be my favorite unit right now when it comes to, like, core units. Like, I realize their Courage won core units and 91 points, but they are so flexible. With, like, a move shoot, you got the crit one. If you lose a guy and you don't feel like your force user, like, because I'm always playing Anakin with them, um, is in, like, danger long term. You can just heal the guy back so that they're always rolling to red five black with the crit one. It's such a reliable dice pool. Um, the medic's in there. It's a six-man squad. It's just a very legit squad. I feel like people don't give it the credit that it deserves, but it is very spicy. Um, so if you haven't tried that squad, it's got a lot of flex to it. Um, I feel like people obviously always default to the Z6 and the RPSs are making a comeback. But the DC-15 with the medic, so it's a six-man with the two red, five black, very spicy. I honestly haven't seen a Z-6 in a clone list in, like, forever. Like, are Z-6s and clones any good? I saw some on Saturday. <laughs> Did you? Well, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I that, didn't play well, that's because I don't play, play Z-6s. <laughs> let, let me say. Yeah. That could see, be See, why, like, that well, that's what why. I'm getting at, like. That's probably why I play John too often. <laughs> I, I let me say it's also the first time I ever saw an Anakin saber throw supported by a Z six, and that is just way too much surge to crit on a, on a roll. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a lot. <laughs> nice. I went with a uh, slightly different uh, approach for the uh, list building based on uh, what Isaiah gave us. My thought process was more along the lines. Well. Isaiah asked us for these eight specific units, so maybe this is all he has. Yep. So I didn't want to, th- you know, think about any upgrades that come from other boxes other other than a card pack. So my list doesn't have any medics or anything in it because they don't come in those boxes. Oh, good. So what I came up with was uh, Obi Wan with Force Push, Force Barrier, Vigilance, and Protector. Uh. Commander Cody with Hunter and Targeting Scopes. One Phase 1 with a Z6 and Boyle. A Phase 1 with just a Z6. Two Phase 1s with DC-15s. And then the two Barks with the RPS and Long Range Comlinks. Uh, the idea being, you know, Cody's got that direct vehicle. Maybe with the Barks, you're still... Learning how to, to maneuver them, you know, what's a good spot for them and everything. With both of them having a long range comlink, Cody can direct to either of them every turn. So you can have an order on them all the, you know, at least one of them every turn. And always make sure it's on the one that you need to be controlling because you realize, oh, this one ended up in a bad spot and I need to get it out of there real fast. Um, and then the rest of the list is just. Generic stuff that you get in the boxes when you buy these boxes. I mean, the only things that don't, I think, are the Vigilance card. Other than that, I think that's maybe the Vigilance and Force Barrier are the only ones you would need a card pack for. But, you know, you can always proxy those for a lot of events uh, until you get your hands on a card pack. But you, if you own these units already, you can run this list. It's not quite as hardy as John's list. Uh, because it doesn't have the medics, but it does almost the same thing, but, you know, just with what 
you have without having to get a bunch of you know specialist boxes. Yeah, absolutely. solid call out. I, I, I dig the, uh, you know, making a new list with what you got, right? Um, yep. Ninety nine percent of the time, proxying like against your opponent, like you just ask ahead of time. It's like, hey, here's one or two cards. I just don't have them. If they're they're you know most of the time, a lot of players are like usually cool with that. So yeah, just just try whatever you want. Uh, also, playing with what you got is also fun too. Yeah, absolutely. I, I always build with what I have. Yep. So. Yeah. One purchase I would definitely recommend is a Arc Trooper box so that you could get Echo. Because he is it. That's like a good yeah. upgrade path, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So that might be Christmas is on the horizon. So that might be now, the next. Uh... Or I'm just saying maybe Isaiah is just a true fan of the 212th and he doesn't want Echo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you, you know, actually, that's like, two. what is that? That's two starter boxes worth of stuff plus Cody. Like that's. Yeah. That's not bad. <laughs> no. Like, that looks like a good list to me, right? Yeah. No, if if you think about it, this is like one of the best starter lists you could do with only with buying three boxes worth of Legion Pro stuff. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> actually. <laughs> That's solid. Yeah. No, it's it's a... I like it. I mean, I, I'm trying to think what is... If he's going to 12th route, is there anything we can do... To make it more two twelthy, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I think I mean that's the main highlights, right? It's just Obi, Cody, clones, right? I, and vehicles because Cody likes the yeah, vehicles. Cody like the, so. did did Cody have an ISP? That's like I don't know. If we you never saw Cody and an ISP together at any point in the Clone mm. Wars. Also, we never saw Cody and. Uh, you know, saber class fighter tank or, but yeah, you know, could always throw the Latin there. <laughs> Just uh, you could. Is the gold a win? Yeah, you could. Is you the gold a win maximum? Games or is it? Are we just Go playing ahead. for? I guess that's. We should have started that. I've gone three zero <laughs> with the Latin. You're you're going for maximum observes, okay? I did that. I won. Was it with? Oh, it was Republic. I it went three zero. list. I was thinking of. I went 3 0 with a Cody lat. Come on. <laughs> you just don't believe in the lat, all right? No, we don't. <laughs> bring bring the lat to Nova. Come on. I did that last Dude. year. Was that Vader lat? Bring Gar lat. Yes, I brought Vader lat last year. Oh, God. No, we, there, there's too much impact right now for me to, to bring a lat to a, an event like Nova. There is. That's a lot. Local things, sure. I'll bring the lat. Well, that's I've <laughs> wanted to play test with the ISP, but again, you're right. Like if you were to take it to a larger event, the amount of impact right now, all it takes is one bad matchup, and it could just get smoked. Now, I will say the ISP I played against, it did have the twin missile pods. So I think that's the way to go because it, it can stay at least it, far back i right that's the thing i just had hh12s that really would be able to do anything to it and he would basically he just fired and kind of backed up and then well i can't move and shoot with my hh12s to get back at you yep. smart so, plays nice so I, I, there's stuff. definitely some play for an isp i think even with all the impact right now it's just so short <laughs> yes it's a squatty it's painfully unit. short yeah yeah but uh isaiah i hope that uh our our list ideas help and if you have any uh, other questions please please reach out we'll be happy to uh discuss them on the podcast but uh you'll have to let us know if you go john's route or my route and how you're doing with it because uh i definitely want to you know see because you know john's too much of a coward to play obi-wan he is i keep telling him to play him but he's like no 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 anakin's my crutch when have i said that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, every time roll back the tape <laughs> it's been every time he's like well I, I really like to try out this list but I, I just have to include Anakin so you either have Anakin <laughs> Yoda or Padme in basically every list because well I like being able to share tokens because I can't play an army uh, without gosh. sharing tokens 
<laughs> yep. That's John. Every time. Every time. Doesn't even sound like me. <laughs> you know what does sound like you? Uh, <laughs> remember last night you were like, when we were playing a game, you were like, Anakin should be safe here. Yeah. He was not safe there. <laughs> oh, I need to hear about this. What happened? <laughs> he was not. No, he basically, John and I got a pickup game and uh, I, I threw some speeder bikes. He threw Anakin behind a building. He's like, yeah, I think Anakin's safe here. No. <laughs> speeder bikes just kind of flew in. He's like, well, I have too much suppression on him. You're going to you're gonna play the flaw card. It's it's going poorly for me. <laughs> oh, did he give up right yeah, there? Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> well, there's was, there's was, there was lots of other issues. Was, no, okay, okay. There was uh, that, and the half my army was dead. So, was, <laughs> John traded all three of his barks for none of my stuff. So yeah, <laughs> it was going great. Oh. I was <laughs> I was fun. theory crafting. That's You're a, obviously okay. familiar with the Yoda Chewy triple barks. I had a crazy idea for Anakin. Cody triple barks. It did not work out as I had planned it in my brain. I think that was just, I think it was just turn zero. And that was, that was a large part of it. I I think that was the issue. (laughs) So don't write it off just yet. (laughs) Yeah. More more testing required. More testing. Speaking of more testing required, I did. I, this is a list I've come up with for the lat that I haven't shared on the podcast. Ooh, do tell. Uh, I'm I'm not bringing this to Nova, so I'm I'm okay with sharing this. But oh, it coward. seems it seems like a fun list. Um, so it's uh, Director Krennic with aggressive tactics and improvised orders. Uh, short trooper with the T21. Short uh, snow trooper with Del Mico. Stormtrooper with T21. Stormtrooper with HH-12 and Specialist, One Mortar, Death Troopers with the DLT, Comms Relay, and the E-11, Three Strike Teams, and the Lat with Baron Rudor, Linked Targeting Array, and High Energy Shells. Uh, The basic idea being, Krennic just sits in the Lat, directs to the Death Troopers who send it back to the Lat, so there's always an order on the Lat. And then Baron Rudor is just recovering and shooting every turn. So he has two aims and marksmen. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> I guess it's not the worst thing in the world if Krennic gets a wound, a suppression, and a face down order when that lap gets, gets down. He's doing nothing else. He's literally just an improvised and aggressive tactics battery inside the lat. He's not doing anything. He's, he ain't doing anything. I have a dumb rules question. And it's 11x and 800 points. Are you allowed to recover while in the lat? No, right? He doesn't have to recover. No, no, no. Did you take improvised orders? Yeah. Well, you can recover. You can recover. You can, but can you? No, the only action you're allowed to do is to disembark. disembark. So you only Uh, have it once, but considering your army is all core and special forces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than Krennic. I was just trying to think of something neat. Something else for him to do. <laughs> he, no. No. He's, no. He's he, there. And he's safe from bounty inside the lat. Uh, okay. All right. You sold me. You sold me. Fine. Lat good again. You heard it here first. I will definitely try this at, at a local event at some at Nova. point in the future. You, yep. yep. No. Nova. Not Nova. I can't tell sometimes if you guys come up with this stuff just to see if you can get a reaction out of me. <laughs> <laughs> gonna put Krennic in the lat it's great it's good it's good (laughs) I didn't say it was good you better looking at me and I'm just like I can't tell if you're being serious (laughs) no this is this is something I built after we had the lat debate and I've just been looking at it it's just sitting in in my list builder I'm just I keep looking at it going someday I'm gonna play this at an event (laughs) (laughs) It's, One it's day. 200 points to put Krennic in a lap. Yeah. What a, what a bargain. <laughs> For marksmen with two aims? It's great. You are familiar with Vader, right? Same points. Yeah. I, I am very familiar with Vader. 
You are also I am. very he, familiar. He's with a one my man game, wrecking so. ball. <laughs> one man army. But I can't always play Vader. I gotta branch out sometimes. <laughs> you know, like when Inquisitors come out, and I'll run both of them. I'm excited. I, yeah, I'm hoping we see some some stats at uh, Mini Stravaganza for some of these things. Yeah, I'm very hopeful. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, just yeah, so I'm excited for release dates and like pictures and like any info they give us. Right, just just show me the stat card for Geonosians. Like, should am I buying all of them or buying like two of them? <laughs> so I, I will want to say for anybody listening who doesn't know what we're talking about, Mini Stravaganza is a multi-day event that Atomic Mass Games is going to do streaming where they're going to talk about all of their games. And it's September 14th through 16th. So we're expecting there to be a lot of new Legion news. Hopefully we'll get some reveals of some of the unit cards and actually know some dates for when we get some new product. Because right now we are unknowing of when the next releases are. Yep. Yep. We're just kind of in a drought, but that's okay. Mini Stravaganza is right around the corner. Yep. Next, next month, only a couple weeks away. It's going to be great. Lots of news. Hopefully, I I, I, would, I hope so. I, there should be. I mean, the past mini extravaganzas they they have given us a lot of information. Yep. During those, um, and yes, uh, I I'm very excited for the Inquisitors. I will 100% be running them. If they are out before PAX in December, I will 100% be running them at PAX. I don't which, care if which people unit? say they're I, bad. I can hear you. Inquisitors. Inquisitors. Do you think they're going to have Hover 1? God, I hope they have Hover 1. I don't think they'll have Hover <laughs> 1. What I'm hopeful for is we'll get our first like flippable lightsaber card, upgrade card. You oh. know, my my theory crafting brain has decided there's two sides to this thing. One side, it's the one-bladed lightsaber. Maybe that gives them like surge to hit and less dice sort of a deal. Mm-hmm. While the uh, the spinny blade double-sided you know, lets, like him throw, lets him throw more <laughs> dice, doesn't let him surge to hit, but then gives him jump two because helicopter blades. <laughs> oh, that'd be that'd be neat. I'm I like that. It. Something different. A little flavor. Yeah, I, I think it would be cool. Yeah. So I dig but it. That, that's com- complete out there. Just I, it's literally a thought I had earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Uh, anything else we're excited about before we close the episode gentlemen Inquisitors 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 John anything no excellent well we are the Inglorious Blasters I'm Corey I'm John Lad Attack Brendan (laughs) stay glorious everyone (laughs) 